Welcome back to Reality Check Chat. I'm Barbara Scott. We're here in rural northeastern Pennsylvania. I'm here with my colleagues. I'm Judy Herschel, and we're here in northeast Pennsylvania, but it is freezing out. Very cold. cold. We are bundled. <laughs> I'm Liz Kearney, and it's cold here, too. <laughs> yes. So the three of us are in cold territory. We wanted to talk today about the vaccine and... We know that the CDC came out today with the fact that if you have the booster, you're 90% chance of not being hospitalized. So everybody, if you have not gotten the vaccine, of course, get the vaccine. And we're going to talk about myths about it. But first, if you have gotten the vaccine and you haven't gotten the booster, get the booster. And of course, these shots are free. And I think Rite Aid has appointments, various appointments. You can go online and get an appointment for your booster or your vaccine and get that done because especially if you're an older person over 50, because this is what I read today. An unvaccinated senior is nearly 50 F I F T Y times more likely to be hospitalized if they get COVID and they're not vaccinated. 50, 50, 50 chance. Wow. So the boosters really have do protect you against severe illness. And many of us know people who have had breakthrough COVID and have gotten through it okay without severe illness. I mean, I don't, I don't know anyone vaccinated who is, but you guys might, I don't know, who, who had serious COVID. No. And I've known a lot of people who have gotten, gotten sick, especially lately. Our area, as you know, has really escalated in our cases over the last, what, probably three weeks, four weeks or so. And as you know, our community has lost several people. All I think we're un- unvaccinated, but most of the people I know, Barb, actually all the people that I know that are in the hospital that passed away that were, were un- unvaccinated. Same here, Judy. The people I know of who've died were not vaccinated. I do know of one man who was older who had been vaccinated and was pretty ill, but he recovered and survived. But I overhear things in the community. I struggle with this. Like, for example, in today's news, we heard about musician Meatloaf dying. And apparently they're saying he died of COVID because he had said something in the past about being free, about not, not wearing a mask or getting vaccinated. I can almost see the point of view of some people saying, oh, I don't need a shot. Okay, fine. But there are people who do need a shot who didn't get it for whatever reason, either from listening to misinformation or, you know, there are people who got COVID and survived without a vaccination. And so I'm concerned about like, like Meatloaf probably could have, he's 74, I believe, and pretty overweight. I think people in that demographic who are in bad shape and older, I mean, every vaccine harms somebody. But I mean, I think somebody older like that would have a better chance with a few side effects than risking death like he did. The public health information is so cut and dry that people aren't able, they're trying to decide for themselves. You know, and I think the, the, easy, the easy answer from the public health perspective is get a vaccine, period. But people want to argue with that and they want to wrestle with that. And so they think, oh, I'm going to do my own research. And it's often with poor results or tragic results. It's all unfortunate. You know what I mean? Yeah. Do, do you both think that because of the increase in cases and the increases of deaths um, lately, that that has made a difference for those that were not getting vaccinated before? Well, I have no idea because I'm up in the top of our little mountain here, isolated. <laughs> and I don't, everybody in my family's vaccinated. Mm-hmm. You know, my friends, my close friends are vaccinated. You guys are vaccinated. So mm-hmm. I really don't 
have that experience. Can't speak to that. Liz, you work out in the public. I heard about somebody who um, got COVID and somebody said, don't you wish you had the vaccine now? And the person said no. And people who've had it and survived, the anti-vaxxers who've gotten it and survived, now they're saying, well, I don't need it. I've got immunity now. Natural immunity is better than artificial immunity from a vaccine. Mm-hmm. Actually, not that is. I know this. I know yeah. this is the thing. That's the thing I was kind of quoting. People yeah. are saying. I've heard people say that. Yeah, and yeah. the reasons that they're not doing it usually are completely not true. Mm-hmm. I've heard of a couple of people that got it, got very sick, and told others that they had made it a mistake. I've heard that. I've heard of several several parents that because uh, masks are ma- being made optional at some of our area schools one of which went mask optional about two weeks ago and had to go virtual because it did not end up well. But those parents, some of those parents are concerned and are now getting their kids vaccinated where before they, before they weren't. But I'm not seeing a huge significant change in the, mm-hmm. in the mindset. You know, and, and so when we, when we had planned on talking about COVID and, and the vaccine tonight, I, I went on the computer like we usually do and I researched what, these myths are and what the facts are. And I went to every major healthcare facility, John Hopkins, the Mayo Clinic, and they all say the same exact thing. So they're either all conspiring <laughs> you know, together to destroy the world or they're, tell- they're telling the truth. And what the 90% of the time, the reason why I hear that people don't get vaccines was because the vaccine was rushed so quickly. How could they possibly know it was safe? A normal vaccine normally takes, you know, 10 years, 15 years, whatever. So I particularly looked at that one and the, I believe it was the Center for Disease Control um, put this out there and they fully explained it and they explained how it was done so quickly and that there were no shortcuts that that were made. So Moderna and Pfizer themselves are 95% efficient, which is pretty, pretty good for a vaccine. And they used a method um, that allowed them the vaccine to um, process quicker. They used a certain type of protein, I believe. And the great thing is, is that a lot of the research that was done for this vaccine had been worked on for years and years and years and years and years and years beforehand. And had been worked on in other countries. And during this period of time, these countries shared each other's information. They put a ton of money into this. Um, Normally, scientific procedures are one right after another, but because we were in such a rush, they did things overlapping. It didn't affect how it was. So it was a rushed version but an efficient version. They did not cut corners and the world shared what they were, what they were learning. So that's why we were able to do that, but there's nothing, no metals within these, any any of these vaccines, which also includes microchips. There are none. And they all say the same exact thing. So that's why it was done quickly. It wasn't done foolishly or, or cutting corners or, or skipping steps. It was an all out effort to get something done that they fortunately had already started. And let's not forget that President Trump, when he was in office, the government gave them tons of money tons. to quickly do this. And Liz and I know somebody in Susquehanna County who was a Moderna guinea pig, whatever you call it, who volunteered. And he's my age, an older guinea pig. And thank you, because he contributed to his community. These people that don't get vaccinated and don't wear a mask are only thinking of themselves. 
They're not thinking about their community. And I worry about what's happening to our social, the fabric of our social cloth. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Exactly. Barb, I had a point that reminds me I wanted to bring up. Um, Why do people so mistrust the CDC now? That's where the societal fabric you mentioned. Where is this misinformation coming from? Is it all Fox so-called news? Or is it like Russian troll farms trying to, I don't know. I mean, where does those all come from? And people people who really have no reason to suspect the CDC of all these nefarious things are so convinced is happening or happening. I mean, where does that come from? I just find that very strange. It comes from the Republican Party and their lies and their misinformation. I mean, all the evidence is there. How many Republican elected officials have, have stood there basically promoted a lot of these lies. People believe them. And that's been an initiative to sabotage and undercut what Biden and, and everybody's doing. It's purely political, but it's extremely, extremely dangerous. It is political. I believe it is political because just look at the mass. Just look at Rand Paul going after Fauci because Fauci isn't an elected official. Mm-hmm. I mean, here's a public health official who's getting death threats. His family's gotten tons of death threats and they're still after him. And mm-hmm. some of the research that Judy was talking about was in China, which Rand Paul is always going after Fauci for. And this is kind of the early research that, yes, it was funded by the U.S. They funded a lot of this research. That's what we do. I mean, mm-hmm. The other thing is that the big guru of the Republican Party, former President Trump, who I read in this New York Times article, they said, Mr. Trump is is to the left of his party's hardliners on the efficacy of the vaccine (laughs) and deference to public health experts advice on how to curb the spread of the virus. So he's to the left of his party. And he (laughs) said, And this is a quote when he was uh, interviewed by Candace Owens, who evidently is a right wing media personality. The former president said the vaccine worked and dismissed conspiracy theories. Quote, people aren't dying when they take the vaccine, he said, he being President Trump. And I think we should tell people that believe in conspiracy theories. But what about President Trump saying the vaccine was safe? (laughs) One thing I wanted to say was the fact that this today or yesterday, whenever it was, the fact that the Supreme Court shot down President Biden's vaccine mandate of companies that have over 100 employees and Starbucks immediately withdrew their mandate for their employees to be uh, vaccinated. That's the kind of non-societal behavior. I think I made up a word there that (laughs) just makes me crazy. It makes me crazy. They serve coffee. They serve food. Little pastries and stuff. It's almost like they're saying, but they're not saying, you know what, let's just all get it so we get it over with and who cares? Whoever dies, dies. Actually, people have said exactly that to me, but most people don't have the guts to actually say that. I've heard people say that. And the older people and the ill people and people who are not in good shape and very overweight are going to die. And And that's the problem. People with diabetes, Sonia Santamayor, you know, she's got diabetes. She gets to sit next to the Supreme Court justice that won't wear a mask. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Then, what, what the hell? What the hell? <laughs> no repercussions. But the thing about, what the hell? What the hell? We do need a bumper sticker. Let's get on that. The thing about these conspiracy theories, though, and the thing about these lies, the lies about the election and the lies about COVID and all that, it's like Pandora's box. Once you open it, 
it is so hard to put that back in. Once you know, once you lie once, you can't go. It's human nature. You can't go to that same human being and say, "Okay, we've got the facts in front of you." For some reason, people put blinders on. Like you could put all the facts in front of them, but it it is. It's like Pandora's box opening up. I heard this one quite a bit lately too. It, a lot of younger people, some of which actually were were Democrat, um, which I found this surprising. And this is where we we have to really make sure these messages are going out was that the vaccine would affect their fertility. That's oh yeah, that's a big, big that's big, a big, big one. Big and, and I found where that, where that started. It says that does not affect um, fertility. COVID-19 vaccine encourages the body to create what's called the spike protein. And it's found on the, the virus's surface. There's the same spike protein that they use, that is used when, when with fertilization and with the placenta, two totally different things, but they basically superimpose the two different items, treated them like the same thing and use that as their scientific fact to say, okay, women, not good for your fertility. It can make you infertile, but it isn't even the same sub- substance. It's a bunch of scientific mumbo jumbo, but they know that nobody's going to research that themselves. Mm-hmm. And that's what we need to do more of. We need to do that. And we need to get more involved. Another thing that the myth that's based on some kind of, oh, that it's going to affect your DNA. Mm-hmm. Uh, it can't go in and into the cell and it can't go into a cell. It can't break into a cell and, and change your DNA. That's just impossible with the way this vaccine um, is, is set up the way Judy was saying. Mm-hmm. Bart reminds me of a thing I saw today. There was an article sort of complaining, quote unquote, complaining that the younger generation isn't reproducing very quickly because they can't afford student loan debt and high housing costs on 12 bucks an hour. And so ironically, care. the people complaining that fertility is affected won't be able to reproduce anyway, right? <laughs> I mean, I'm making a joke, but you know, it's kind of ironic too. Yeah, it is. It is. Yeah. So who cares if they don't? You're, but the point is, is who cares yeah. if, they, if it does affect your fertility? Nobody wants that. <laughs> no, no. You can't afford a baby anyway. <laughs> yeah, I mean. No. I'm oh my sorry. gosh, the cost of having a baby in this country. That's just, that's probably yeah. why. That probably yeah. is why. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a lot of individuals in the younger generations now are, are putting off childhood, deciding mm-hmm. not to have children a lot more than ever before. Mm-hmm. That's a good one to look up the statistics to mm-hmm. see. They're not putting off childhood. Well, childhood. Child- oh, yeah, childhood. Oh, you know what? I'm going to be five at 45. Yes. <laughs> Leave that in. <laughs> Wouldn't that be great if that was the truth? Yeah. I had a whole myth thing too. And now you I can't did. find it because I. I got mine. I can list off some of them that have been proven to be false. So we know that the ingredients in COVID-19 are not dangerous. They're mostly fats, sugars, and salts. That's the vast majority of what is in a vaccine. Um, the, the myth that the natural immunity that a person gets from COVID is better than the vaccine, that is also not true. Consider this too, getting COVID-19, um, getting the vaccine is safer and more dependable. And so COVID-19 vaccines do not create or cause variants of the virus. That's another rumor going around and, and that's proven to be false. Well, you can, you that's just common sense. It is, you would think that it is, Barb, but there's people that unfortunately believe it. I guess how how the, the vaccines were made 
some people feel they're not real vaccines because they use messenger RNA. And so that's why they're not taking it. And, and it's considered a vaccine. And there okay. have been no cases of microchips, Barb, not a one. And you are not magnetic. You are not oh, magnetic. What about mercury? Can you get mercury from standing next to somebody who had the vaccine? No. That's what I heard. And the other thing is, if people had gotten vaccinated, everybody that could possibly get vaccinated got vaccinated, there wouldn't be the variants. If everybody had stayed home when they were supposed to, they didn't bitch about going out to restaurants and their bars, and they wore masks, good masks there wouldn't be those variants and we would be much more ahead of the game. So when somebody says to me, which nobody does because they, you know, they can't find me. Oh, well, the variants were caused by the COVID-19 vaccine. I'm like, no, you not getting vaccinated (laughs) caused the variants. I mean, if we're going to blame somebody for the variants, which I don't want to do, but if you force me, I'm going to blame the unvaccinated. Mm-hmm. It's a pandemic of the unvaccinated. Mm-hmm. It's a pandemic mm-hmm. of the unvaccinated. There are also people unvaccinated that are just relying on the people that are vaccinated. Exactly. That's, you know, but I do think it comes down to, and I'm going to use this word selfishness. It's just absolute selfishness or ignorance. That's, that's it. Either you really do believe that you're going to die or you're going to have a microchip. There are some people that truly believe within all their heart. That's sad. It's frustrating, but, but there are those, and I don't know which one is more than the other. You know, even if people, if people who really objected to having a vaccine, getting the vaccine had been quiet about it and just went about their lives with heavy duty masking so that if they got it, they didn't give it to others. And so they didn't get it because they're not vaccinated. If they, if they followed rules about social distancing and, and things like that, and they were quiet about it, that would be acceptable to me. But you have to tell people that these stupid things happen mm-hmm. with the infertility and the DNA and the microchips and, you know. If you want a real vaccine, right. done too That's- quick, cut corners. It's all bullshit. Unprovable. That's what I find distressing. That's what I find distressing is I, I always look at how we quibble, how we fight with each other. We're calling each other names like you're stupid, you're uninformed, you're an idiot. Oh, the name calling. And it always goes back to, you know, we're the 99%. Most of us were all in the same boat. And when we quibble among ourselves, we're not paying attention to the man behind the curtain who benefits from us quibbling among ourselves, right? So I'm always careful. I I really want to make sure I'm not doing that. I'm not going to argue with people. (laughs) I'm not going to name call, even though, you know, it was people I disagree with because that's, that's what they want. You know what I mean? I I, I hate to be that much of a conspiracy theorist, but who benefits when we all squabble among ourselves, the peasants fight among themselves when the fight's not horizontal, the fight's vertical, the fight, we're the 99%. We should act like it. You said that beautifully. Absolutely. We got to start working together more. That's the issue. Right. I know you have a lot to say about that. And, and there's a lot that is happening to, to help us to work together more. I know the party's helping a little bit more in the rural areas, which needed to happen a while ago, but I'm glad that it's happening now. But we, we do. It's it's crazy times. And, and we can do an entire podcast on that. And, and we should soon. Right. Next one. <laughs> so we do want to talk about voting rights next time. And we want to talk about are we going to have another American Civil War? I don't know. And we want to talk about, we thought we might end this podcast 
with speaking of community, speaking of working together, what can we do to try to get as many Democrats and Democratic leaning voters out in November as possible? Or even in the primary, if you find that you have a candidate that you really want to see get elected, volunteer, volunteer to talk to people about your special candidate. Uh, There are a number of candidates that are running for Senate and governor, I guess, and not to mention maybe Congress people, I don't know. But, you know, get involved, get involved. That's, that's, uh, this is a representative, supposed to be a representative democracy. So we need everybody to get involved and to, to get everybody they know to get involved so that we don't lose that representative democracy. And getting involved means, means voting. We have to vote. We have to encourage our family and our friends to vote. And, and just spending even a couple hours a month that, you know, that's all that that's all that it takes. People think that if they're volunteering for a party or, or that it will engulf their life and take it over. Everybody, if they just did a little bit, each and every one of us, I think we could make a huge difference. I have a slogan. Your vote is your voice. Use it. Mm-hmm. And if we all get others to vote and use that voice, as long as they vote the way we as long as they recognize, <laughs> as long as yes. they recognize that they that. As long as they vote properly. (laughs) Yeah. As long as, at least at least at this point, until we get back on track where we have two parties that are responsible, that exactly are 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 part of a democracy, that have different views, but they're still for free and fair elections. Unfortunately, one in three Americans, I believe, thinks Trump won the election that he did not win. That he clearly did not win. All right. So. On that note, we'll see you next time. And um, it's great to see you guys, of course. And you too. We'll move on. We want to thank um, Amanda and Carl and Carl for our music, Amanda for our tech stuff. And you can hear us on Spotify. You can hear us at our webs, listen to us at our website. And we love to have subscribers. So, you know, reality check chat at gmail.com if you want to subscribe. And we are reality check chat. Stay warm. <laughs>